0: Good day, good afternoon, good morning, ladies and gentlemen and soulmates. In between, I'd like to welcome you to another journey into Soul's world where of course we stay trill and we keeps it real. As you know, we're gonna talk about it, we're gonna be about it. So let's of course get into it by clearing the air today. So I uh, before yes, before we get into the love without conditions, I'd always like to clear the air on every single episode now. Uh, with the events that have gone on. So starting off with clear in the air, Joe Rogan, this dude here has been in every single news outlet because of his choice <laughs> to uh, procedurally continue <laughs> to say the word, the N word hard ER um, on his platform. Now, There's been a lot of people that's been quite accepted of his quote-unquote apology that he put out and understand that acceptance of that apology most likely is not for you if you do not identify and or not Black. Again, that apology is completely not for you. Uh, You are free to choose, but you are not free from the consequences of your choice and honey that was a choice if you said it over 70 times doesn't matter if you're quoting anybody you're caucasian and you're busting out the hard er that's completely not cool there there's apparently this pedestal that we put on celebrities where there is completely more accountability Um, and acceptance of course is a case-by-case basis because there's no one black person who has a complete say-so over the entire community um the community then decides as a whole, basically. And from what I've seen, there's been, um, as the community likes to say, a lot of coons, in a sense, Uh, people who are not understanding that him having power to say the word is completely not acceptable, especially not in this age where, you know, everybody is out in the open with how they feel about Black people and about people of color in general. Which brings me to uh, Izzy. Uh, I, As a person, I don't know this guy. Um, I'm a what you see is what you get type of person because whoever you are, you're going to present that no matter what. But as a performer, he is an amazing talent. Uh, like I said, it is not up to one black person to completely have a say-so. So him saying, uh, oh, I'm black, I, I got this one, and saying that, oh, that's my nigga, and, you know, pretty much fuck the noise. No. We're making noise for a reason. This is completely not acceptable. And that is why the community sees people like that who come out and in defense of someone who is completely in the wrong um, as coonish behavior. Now going into, I think it's tonight. Yes, yeah, tonight. Uh, I know that Izzy is facing Robert Whitaker at the UFC 271 and... I don't know exactly what's going to happen because as a performer, I'm, I'm all about Izzy. I'm sure Adesanya is going to whoop Whitaker again. <laughs> but uh, Vincent Lombardi once said, the will to win is worth nothing unless you have the will to prepare. And I firmly believe that Whitaker has been preparing for this because no one wants to lose twice. You know, you and your opponent want the same thing. And the only thing that matters is who has worked the hardest for it. So I'm really looking forward to that, um, because I know in UFC 243, uh, that second round, that, that KO, whoo, whoo, it was, it was a doozy. i tell you that. Uh, which was funny enough because the round ended at three minutes and 33 seconds. And if anybody uh, follows any angel numbers, you know, that the 333 is prayers that are coming true. So Adesanya's prayers came true and that boy skyrocketed. So we'll see if he can skyrocket again, um, which, of course, leads me to Sunday, 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 Super Bowl Sunday, the L.A. Rams versus the Bengals. Bengals, as, uh, you know, church folk like to say, the Bengals. I have no dog in this fight. Rams completely, I hold near and dear to my heart because um, I was born in St. Louis, so St. Louis Rams was just the team. But I love a good underdog, and um, so I'm kind of like either or. Whoever wins, I'm excited for them. But what I'm not excited for is this heat wave. I don't know if anybody's been paying attention, but on Sunday, it's supposed to tie for the record for the hottest Super Bowl Sunday, 84 degrees at kickoff. This this place has no AC. Dome that they're in, they're about to be cooked. This is about to be a melting pot indeed. These folks are about to be sweating as always, and I tell my wrestling fans, I'll tell any other sports fan out there, please bring deodorant, bring extra pads. There's no AC. And make sure you hydrate, 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 because we don't want nobody falling out, okay? Nobody. Uh, but look, also looking forward to the halftime show. Dr. Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige. Um, very, very, very pro-black in <laughs> that whole entire halftime show. Actually, I'm looking forward to to the halftime show more so than the game um i feel like that's a very southern thing because we have these classics where no one's going to watch these college football teams we're going for the halftime show we're going for the bands we're going for the entertainment speaking of entertainment i don't know if anybody saw naomi last night but naomi versus charlotte if you have not seen it. Please, uh DVR, YouTube, whatever. Go back. She has proved once and again that she is a mainstay. She is a main event talent. She is amazing. People should be filling the go, sopping it up with a biscuit because this woman is talented. She has been on the back burner for far too long. WWE has been pushing the same people over and over again. I'm ready for Naomi's try in that complete spotlight where we can see her shine and just glow like only she knows how um but now that the air has been cleared because I you know I love Naomi uh the air has been cleared and the sage has been burned so let's dive into the soul the heart and soul of the episode love without conditions first off happy black history month we're in another week I feel like we should start the month over because it has been some doozies this month uh but for this episode um I always like to, of course, in February, I always like to um, start off by speaking about somebody in Black history. This week, I am going with Nikki Giovanni. I know that it's not a standard original that everyone likes to talk about Black history, but I feel like we have beat a dead horse with all those, the, the Rosa Parks stories, Malcolm X and everything like that. Um, I want to speak on other people, people that, you know, you may not know. Nikki Giovanni, she is also known as the poet to the Black Revolution. Nikki's words were described as being politically, spiritually, and socially aware. Now, she made sure to express the need and time for unity and solidarity between the African-American people. Uh, Not only does she stand and write about the plight of Black people, Nikki also raised awareness and advocated for gender equality. She has won more than one she's won seven NAACP image awards one for my personal favorite love poems uh it was written in 1998 it was one of the first books and uh works of her collection works that I've read from her I got that book from my mother because she is a big fan of Nikki Giovanni so of course apple tree you get it she is also the first uh recipient of the Rosa Parks Women of Color I mean Women of Courage Award excuse me uh for two years straight in 2001 and in 2002 uh, Nikki Giovanni is a literary wonder, whether it's her early milit- um, militant style, her children's books, or her love poems. Her readers are in for a heartfelt delight that is filled with grand emotions. One of my favorite quotes is, "We love because it's the only true adventure," and that that is so true. Uh, it's the one true adventure that we do have um, here on this earth, and it's one that we can have control over but also give ourselves to um i know that back in the 1800s there was this thing called jumping the broom and this originated in uh in west africa basically they were denied citizenship and the right to marry uh so jumping the broom was the only course of action that they had Uh, they were basically leading the way with pride um one thing that I have found out with researching this entire episode is that African Americans had a higher marriage rate than their car- their counterparts, the white Americans, starting in 1890 all the way into the 1960s. Like we were running it because there was just, we all we got in a sense, you know, and the love was higher and the higher marriage rates and everything. And I want to say a special thank you to Coretta Scott King and Betty Shabazz. For her dedica- for their dedication and monumental support for Martin Luther King Jr. And, and Malcolm X's legacy and their leadership, because that is what it takes. Um, they say behind every strong, every man is a strong woman, and um, and that goes true with any force. And behind every woman is another strong woman, or behind every man is another strong man. And depending on what your preferences is, you always have somebody who is in your corner. That's what people want. They want that loved without conditions. And they love without conditions, no matter how rough the road got or how troublesome the journey, they loved through it all. I know that in weddings, uh, most preachers and and pastors and officiants, they like to quote First uh, Corinthians 13, 4 and 8. If you don't know, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not Dishonor others. It is not self seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongdoings. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices in the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Now, usually the preacher, the fishing it, they stop right there at the beginning of verse 8. Love never fails. But I firmly believe that the magic is in the rest of the verse. But there But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be steeled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. To me, this tells me that love is greater than visions. Love is greater than the spoken word. And love is greater than any knowledge on this earth. This is why it says, a new commandment I give you, love one another. And that that commandment includes yourself. And I feel like self-love is one of the many versions of love that people forget. There's a forgetfulness when it comes to oneself. The real love is selfless and free from fear. You have to completely love yourself. I know that personally, I've struggled with this affirmation, with this thought process um, of loving myself. Uh, I realized that I could not completely love without loving myself first. You have to, uh, erase that outside noise, that stuff that clouds your judgment about yourself, what people say about you. And I really, um, in my years, it, actually in this past year or two, I realized that what people say about you is none of your concern. Understand that that is a personal problem. It is a complete reflection of how they feel about themselves What you put out into this world and sometimes what you see is a reflection of yourself. So spreading the hate about someone and someone spewing it onto you, just, I honestly just, nope, I cancel it all out because I don't want to give in to their emotions. Because haters, haters are people who think that you are better. They really do. They really think you're better than them. And they believe in you the most, which is why they hate on you the most. Um, I personally have a helper mentality. I I tend to give into other people's emotions. And I know I can't help others if I don't help myself. And I tend to, when I'm helping someone, I carry that with me in my spirit. And I carry um, everything that they're going through within me, in a sense. It... Um, it 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 brings me down, and I had to learn how to X that all out. I had to learn self-care, whether it's with massages or mantras. I had to talk to myself, to my subconscious, and be my own hype man because I realized that no one else out there, I they mean, there may be my hype man, but no one else is going to love me like me. But also in that same realm, no one else is going to hate you like you. That self-hate is a doozy in order to love who you are you cannot hate the experiences that shaped you yes things happen to you but it's not you but you also have to reflect on those things and do the work don't be disturbed by the situation because an old ancient saying says that no matter no i mean excuse me no man is your enemy no man is your friend every man is your teacher these people out here teaching you lessons. Um, they say that everybody is there for a season and for a reason, and you will grow, learn, and change with every single inner counter, inner, uh, excuse me, encounter that you have with everyone on this earth, because suffering is not a necessity. It's not a necessity for life, but learning your lessons, especially selfless love is necessary. Because selfish intentions and acts bring about the law of karma, which, in all honesty, is really just a lack of appreciation for oneself and for others. Um, I have these rules when it comes to love. I love with all my heart. I uh, guard my heart. I don't be silly and I don't suffer in the mist and do everything with love because i realized through all of my teachings and all of everything that i've learned about the you know the bible and different types of religions is that people do everything with love and that's i feel like that's how we as a people should be going out and handling every single situation is with love you handle things with love and that karma that good karma is going to completely come back to you it's going to um, rejuvenate you. It's going to make your outlook and your reality look completely different than um, how you feel like you're perceiving it. And uh, But according to the, uh, the ancient Greeks, in a sense, there are eight different types of love. And I had the best time ever researching this because some things I did not know so this was a complete learning process for me as far as the different types of love. The ancient Greeks say that there is an eros love, an erotic love. Now, this is centered around infatuation and physical pleasure. Um, there's a couple ways to show an eros love is uh, physical touch and being a huge romantic. Um, honestly, like a softie, you show that affection um, and you have... Honestly, as they, they say, great sex. Yeah, sex is like your number one thing. You People have these love languages, and I know a lot of people have that erotic love language. The next one is Ophelia. It's an affectionate type of love. This is the kind of love that you have for your friends. It is dispassionate and virtuous love. Uh, these are ones where you've had lots of hard times with your friends, and, but very supportive. You're showing your love and you're feeling your feeling of love by being supportive during those hard times. Having those deep conversations with them. Actively listening. That is a huge one. When you're having the deep conversations with your friends and your loved ones, please be actively listening to them. And uh, like Philly says, that that brotherly love, you know, <laughs> that's basically what the feeling of love is. It is loving your, your friends and your family, um, to the core. And then you have the storage love. It's a familiar love. This is not to be confused with filia because this is a kinship, a family, like family love. One thing that, uh, I, uh, I guess I tell myself is that family are people. Once you get around that and you understand that they're just people, you'll love them differently. Your, um the things that come out of their mouth will hit differently. Um, with storage love, love love can be a catalyst. Their love catalyst is, is the memories, the memories that you create with them. So the more you create, the deeper the value of your relationship increases. This is about sacrificing time for these people. There's no... you know, through your childhood, um, you know, your early stages of emotions and heartfelt, uh, you know, you got that, that flutter in a sense that, that playful love is, it's, <laughs> it's wondrous because I remember, um, back when I was younger, uh, I had a boyfriend and, uh, he, uh, he was he was something else. He would write poetry to each other and it would just be lovely. We would love and laugh and live together. We would have fun. And that's what Ludus Love is about. It's about exploring those childhood behaviors together, being whimsical in your personality and your conversations. Um, Ludus Love is one of my favorite types of love because I love to be playful. I love video games. I love to act out the childhood. I love to just be fun. My dad calls me a tigger because I just hop around and just, you know, I'm just there. I'm just me. Oh no, my dog. <laughs> As you, there's Theo in the back. know, he keeps me with a ludus love, that's for sure, because he is very, 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 very playful. The next is a mania love. Now this is obsessive type of love. This one you want to avoid this one you are desperate need for love this, this when you're desperate for love you end up in a mania obsessive type love this leads to codependency um to be stuck on someone and you have to recognize these behaviors up that are obsessive or and possessive it could be either or I would recommend that you focus on yourself instead of others if you find yourself in this mania type of love, but also if you are the obsessive and possessive person on the other end of the spectrum, understand that you have to trust in your partner. Uh, I feel like a lack of trust leads to this obsessive type of love. You have to be able to be open and willing and not, in a sense, clock where your person's at at all times. If you are that obsessive, then you have to take a step back and, and look at yourself and realize why you're being this way. Uh, the next one is a pragma, the enduring love. This is the kind of love that everybody wants. This love is long, honey. This is a result of effort on both sides. True effort. There's a compromising, the demonstrating patience, tolerance with another person. You can strengthen this bond for long-term relationships. This this type of pragma love is a seek and show. Most people seek effort from your partner, but you have to show the effort. You want that 40 years, you want that 75 years together, you have to seek and show that love to so you can have that enduring pragma love. The next love is the um Excuse me, is the uh, Philotia love? It's a self love. This is the love that I have just learned in the past couple years. It is the healthiest form of love. This type of love is, um, you have to love the unlovable about you. This is where the shadow work comes into play. I spoke on shadow work uh, a couple months ago, and um, it's hard when I tell you I did a lot of crying, a lot of actually, a lot of weeping. I, not, not crying but weeping just weeping is when your heart is crying your soul is crying um, all the friendly feelings for others are extension of a man's feelings for himself that's what aristotle said so you cannot pour pretty much from an empty cup one so yeah make sure you have that self-love but also um whatever you pour out is of course an extension of yourself and what you feel for yourself the self-love is about a whole bunch of soul reflection. It creates an environment that nurtures your, your being. I would recommend you surround yourself with loved ones and people who give true support, not that, Oh, fly by the night support. This is unfailing love and support. These are people that are your A1 since day one. These are the people that have raised you who have, um, helped you along in your journey. And then the last love is an agape love. It's a selfless love. It's the highest, most radical type of love. This one is unconditional. It is free from the desires, expectations, and loves regardless of your flaws and your shortcomings. When you offer agape love, it's like it's like all others, but it's a choice to spread love in any circumstance you are staying conscious to the world around you and you lend a helping hand for the good of mankind. This is, of course, through charities or what I like to do is random acts of kindness. I like to just pop up places and be like, oh yeah, okay, I'm here. I'm I'm giving, I'm giving my all. And it's, it's not about what I have to give. It's just the fact that I am giving you know, give and you shall receive. I feel like the whole game of life is about giving and receiving and agape love is one instance of love where you can just give and it's going to make your heart feel so much better and easier to go with. Um, So yes, those, what the ancient Greeks calls are the eight different types of love, which leads to my PSA of today. Given those eight different types of love, I feel like Love is like a bouquet of flowers. Uh, You end up uh, trying to find the right and perfect combination for you. Uh, It's a task, really, it is. But as they say, a happy heart is a healthy heart. And that's what you have to focus on. You have to focus on finding that that right version of love or versions of love and uh, bring them into your heart. You have to blossom your connections and create a bouquet that, of different types of love that is beautiful, everlasting, and yours. Because love, self-love is the first step. You have to love yourself in order to love anyone else. Um, and of course, once you love yourself, honey, it's going to be so much easier for those to to love you <laughs> you're not gonna have enough love to go around it's just gonna be an overflowing and of love your cup will runneth over once you deal with yourself first before you can even pretend or commence any type of agape love or a affiliate type love or an arrows type love a storage type love any kind of playful love any type of love starts with yourself have to love yourself so I um I hope everyone oh literally you have a question go ahead yeah I'll try to be quick because I know you're about to close up it's really mm-hmm. rather simple with all respect to the sanctity of your union with your life partner did you find that you went into your relationship with one type of love that evolved over time or you went into with multiple that you just sustained throughout said relationship I went into this relationship with um, with my life partner, my husband, um, honestly, one without real um, understanding of self-love. I went into it with a very affectionate type of love. I gave my all, but I wasn't taking care of myself. So I depleted myself in the early stages of this relationship where I Uh, In in all honesty, you know, I'm I'm very uh, transparent. I had a couple of suicide attempts and a couple of stages where I was um, in the hospital because I just I, I couldn't fathom how someone couldn't love me the exact same way. I had a problem of loving others how I wanted to be loved instead of how they would like to be loved. I'm expecting that same type of love back when knowing, not knowing, but knowing now that people are different. So, yeah, that's that's kind of like what I went into. And over time, I grew to have um, that erotic love, that self-love, um, and praying, hoping to God, the enduring love, one that lasts forever. But um, I love him now as much as I love myself, if that makes any sense. <laughs> makes complete sense. Okay. You're welcome. But, yes. Yes, it was it, honestly it was very difficult to, um I that to to sit down and have these conversations with myself and know that um, how I love and, and it necessarily wasn't necessarily wrong, but it was uh, wrong for me. And that's a hard, it, at least for me, it was a hard pill to swallow, to know that um, you think you know love and you think that you have it all figured out, but there's still always more work to do. So I hope uh, you all have a lovely, lovely Valentine's Day. Um, love is definitely in the air. Uh, I hope this episode of Swole World has encouraged you to find your love language, to appreciate yourself more, and to love without conditions. Because you're worth it completely and in, in, in honestly. Um, as always, you are appreciated, you are loved, and most importantly, you are more I pray that you keep smiling. I hope that love finds you. I hope that you love yourself. And I just pray that that you are just overjoyed and that you can have peace and comfort and a love that loves you in spite of everything that you feel is wrong with you. That someone sees your flaws, points them out to them, And shows you the love within them and how to change for the better. Keep smiling. Have a great day. Bye-bye.